Please listen carefully. Hello and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that Realtors face. I'm Jessica Toon. I am Santiago Montalvo. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hi, Jessica. How are you? Hey, Santiago. Doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Great. Great. I'm glad you're doing so well. Today, we're going to talk about a super exciting topic. I'm being slightly sarcastic, but no, um, we're going to talk about non-compete agreements today, which we don't usually talk about too much because generally agents as independent contractors, they just move from firm to firm without too much fanfare. But we have received a few questions recently on how Virginia law and courts treat non-compete agreements. So we will go over the basics today. Right. So first, what is a covenant not to compete or more simply stated, a non-compete? It's an agreement that an employer, an employee or independent contractor sign where they agree to terms regarding what the employee or independent contractor can or cannot do in their field of employment after they stop working with the employer. It may limit the ability of the worker to work in certain places, in certain fields, or either of those for a certain time period. It's definitely more common to see in some industries than in others. Think specific technical skills or market areas. Now, Virginia does have a law just recently passed in 2020 prohibiting employers from entering non-compete agreements with, quote, low-wage employees, which are defined as employees whose average weekly earnings are less than the median hourly weekly wage of the Commonwealth. This is calculated using a formula just slightly too complex to go through on a podcast, but in 2020 was about $1,125 per week. The definition includes interns, students, apprentices, or trainees employed with or without pay at a trade or occupation in order to gain work or educational experience, and includes some independent contractors. But it specifically does not include any employee whose earnings are derived in whole or in predominant part from sales or commissions, incentives or bonuses paid to the employees by the employer. So it likely does not include broker and agent relationships, but how do Virginia courts look at non-competes? Well, in general, non-compete agreements are not favored by Virginia courts unless they are narrowly tailored as to time limits and geographic scope. So shorter is better and smaller geographic limits are preferred. In other words, an agreement where an employee agrees to generally not work in that field in the entire state of Virginia for five years after leaving the employment will likely not be upheld by a court. Also, the agreement must have a specific business justification. If the employer can show the restriction is no greater than necessary to protect the employer's legitimate business interest, the agreement is not excessively severe or oppressive in restricting the employee's ability to find another job or make an income and it's not against public policy, then it is more than likely to be found to be enforceable. The Virginia Supreme Court has upheld the standard many times through the years. In their decisions, they've noted that non-compete agreements are, quote, disfavored restraints on trade, end quote. So the employer attempting to enforce one will bear the burden of proof and any ambiguities in such a contract will be considered in favor of the employee. Okay, so... Now we know that Virginia law has some prohibitions on non-compete agreements and Virginia courts look at them not super favorably unless they meet certain conditions. And let's remember that standard of practice 16-20 
of the Code of Ethics already prohibits realtors from inducing clients of their most recent firm to cancel an exclusive contractual agreement with that firm and sign an agreement with the new firm. There could also be some concerns that increasing control over an agent's actions in this way could lead to an argument that the agent has been misclassified as an independent contractor instead of an employee, which could bring up some tax issues. So if you're a broker who wants to have your agent sign a non-compete agreement, we strongly suggest that you discuss your options with an employment attorney to see whether there may be a better way to accomplish your goals. Let's take it to the legal hotline. Can a broker ask agents to sign a one-year non-compete clause that says they will not compete in the county in which the broker's office is? Well, a court would evaluate such an agreement looking at many factors. The time limit here is not extremely long and the geographic scope is also not extreme, but what is the broker's legitimate business interest here? The agent already cannot induce current clients to sign with their new firm per the code of ethics. The court may also look at whether the agent is starting their own firm or going to work with an already established firm in the area. The court may also look at whether it would be against public policy to not allow a real estate licensee familiar with the area to continue working for the public in that same area. To make a long story short, it's impossible for us to tell you whether such an agreement would be upheld by a court, but we advise discussing your goals with an attorney to see if you can reach them through this or another method. Santiago, an agent left our firm and one of our clients who worked with him would like to release their listing agreement. We're willing to release them, but on the written condition that they not work with that agent for 90 days. Is that okay? Well, Jessica, this is not really a non-compete agreement in its true sense because the agreement itself is not between an employer and an employee. However, it does essentially restrain the agent from working with a certain client. Depending on how much time was left on the listing agreement, it may not be too different from just not agreeing to release, which may be the better option here. Ultimately, it's a business decision that if implemented as noted, could cause the agent or the client to seek legal counsel for their options. If you want to avoid that risk, you may not choose to muddy the waters with such an agreement. All right, let's talk about limiting your risk. Brokers, seek legal counsel if you're interested in implementing a non-compete agreement with an agent or an employee with your firm, like a transaction coordinator. There is a legal landscape here that you wanna be sure you understand and are getting verified guidance on. Agent, read your independent contractor agreement carefully before signing and note whether it has any covenants or clauses regarding when or where you can practice real estate should you end your relationship. Discuss those with an employment attorney if you have any concerns. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the law and ethics section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as the substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2022.
This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.